Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Griefully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Guys, we are back in a building, rocking and rolling. And listen, this episode, I'm just going to ask you right out the gate for your grace, for your sympathy and understanding. I'm going to try my best to get through this without getting too emotional, but As you know, if you're listening to this podcast episode right now, grief itself is just that. It is grief. It's it's deep sorrow, which comes with a lot of emotion, a lot of confusion. And when they talk about the five stages, and I've been really reflecting over the last couple of days, and it always reiterates to me when I'm dealing with a loss, when I'm mourning someone and I'm in this space, how much I just don't agree with the fact that it can be considered a linear process that you go from this stage to that stage to that stage. And the reason being is because I feel like in just a few short days, I've experienced all of the emotions that you can with grief and the five stages except for acceptance. I think in all of the losses that I've experienced, I still struggle to some extent with the aspect of acceptance. But why did I ask for your grace early on right out the gate? It's because I am fresh off of, I am currently right now in the middle of grieving someone who meant a great deal to me, one of my friends, someone that I loved and I cared about. And it's it's going to be a tough journey moving forward. And it was such a shock. It was very unexpected loss that occurred this past weekend if you're listening to it when it first comes out and if it's some other time down the road this was August 20th of 2022 at about 3 45 a.m in the morning one of my friends got into a car accident and unfortunately she did not survive the accident now when I get the phone call I'm out at the store taking care of things for the little one that's on the way And I was at the register, so I couldn't take the call at the time on Facebook Messenger. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to give her a call back when I get a chance later today. And I kind of lost track. But then I got a comment on my Facebook wall and was like, hey, give me a call. I got to talk to you about something and tell you something. So whenever you hear that or whenever I hear that, I'm like, oh, man, what's going on? So I get the call. She's like, Shanira passed away. And it just, those words, I just can't, I still have a hard time believing that that's what I'm actually saying to you right now. And that's actually what was being said to me at the time. And one of the reasons why I really, really couldn't process this is because I know for a fact that just a few hours before this, I was watching her Instagram story. I saw that she was out and cheersing with a friend to 20 years of friendship and stuff like that. And so I went immediately back to her Instagram story and I'm like, wow, her her page is th- th- like it's still there. She's still existing. And I thought that was deep to think that, oh man, that someone could have passed away. But in the hearts and minds of people who don't have that information, 
she's still alive. And once I was able to get some more information about the accident, realizing that the accident happened so close to where I live make is making this situation even more traumatic for me because I'm, I'm such an empath that I realized that right now too, that I am feeling bad and feeling guilty because I was sound asleep or maybe a bathroom break at around 3.45 a.m., just about maybe two miles, I would say, if that, down the road, and my friend was going through what I would consider one of the most horrific experiences that someone could face. And that's hard, guys. That is hard to process and cope with, realizing that someone was dealing with such trauma. The story is been articles have been written about it. So what happened is actually out there, but a car accident where the car went into the support beam of the overpass and the car actually became engulfed in flames. And so there are so many parts of this that I don't understand. And I probably will maybe never get the answers to that are troubling for me, but just knowing that I'm sound asleep and this is going on is hard. And I don't know if anyone has experienced anything like that, but when it comes to the guilt aspect of things, I will go to that smallest thing to say, I was asleep, this was happening, that's not fair. And I just want to be vulnerable here and really share this fresh wound with you because I think a lot of times you can see someone in their healing process and you can compare your day one to someone's day 365. And so a lot of times when you see me on social media or you hear me on my podcast, I'm speaking from a, a more healed place. I like to say the crisis aspect of my grief in terms of those particular losses may have subsided at that time. But right now, with this being extremely raw and new and a fresh wound, I most certainly wanted to share with you because I think it's beneficial to see how people navigate. And I realized that when you deal with a different losses, it still feels like ground zero and you're kind of starting from, from scratch. And the first day or two, I wasn't giving myself that break and realizing that I do have tools and I do have better coping strategies, but let's be real. It doesn't happen like that. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I feel like this person Shanira did not deserve this. Like she, see, it's that struggle with the was and is. But right now, she's the most beautiful person inside and out, a full spirit, just joyful, a huge cheerleader of those who loved her and who've known her. Like she would go out of her way for you. She showed up for every book that I've published, she owns. My events that I had, my Grieve and Grow event, my event when I put on a play in Philly, like everything in that regard, my poetry, she just was a big supporter and, and fan of her loved ones. Like she went hard for her people. A kind person. I never, honestly, I've never even heard her say a curse word. Now she might, but I never heard it. And she just was a genuine soul. And she has a daughter that's 12 years old. And so my heart obviously breaks for her. And she was only 31. I don't know if I said that. She was 31. And you know what I've been saying the last couple of days when I fix myself to kind of complain about a little something or or feel like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. 
Shanira had plans for Sunday, I'm sure. I'm sure. We all do. For the most part, to some extent, we all have a plan for tomorrow. And I've said it before, and that some people can't do today what they said yesterday that they would do tomorrow. So in, in trying to move through this to some extent, I've been pushing myself, but not for a reason to kind of keep moving, to be in denial, but to allow myself to be empowered by the love that I shared with Shanira, to be empowered by the support that she gave me. And so when I look back and I find myself scrolling to old text messages, DMs, conversations that we had, she would say, like, you're amazing. Thank you so much for what you're doing. And not just what I'm doing as far as whatever in my life, but helping people with grief, showing up online and advocating for those who don't have a voice, fighting for the bereaved. She was grieving the loss of her father. Her father passed away back in 2014, I believe. And so she was still struggling with that and dealing with that. And so I am not going to shut down. I have to speak these things out loud. I have to make this more or less a proclamation, excuse me, a declaration and an affirmation to say, I will not stop to use her life and the love that she gave me to catapult me forward, to move through. And so I'm not telling you that when you, when you're dealing with heartbreak to just keep moving, but I can tell you that I challenge myself to say, Hey, how can I grow in this moment? What, what makes sense for me? My therapist says, how you do life is how you do loss. And in life, I'm a go-getter. In life, I'm a problem solver. I am someone who makes impact with any person that I speak to. If I come in contact with you and I have the opportunity, you'll remember our interaction. And I want to be an encourager, a motivator. And so I want to do that. I want to 10x that right now. I actually don't want to go the opposite. Sure, I'm like, I want to get in my bed. I want to cover my head. I want to just cry my eyes out. And I'm just angry and I'm, and I'm pissed off. I'm frustrated. But in the same vein, I have to honor that life. And that is a, a true, true hack. I don't know if you want to call it that, but that has served me well in my healing journey after losing my friend Moet, after losing my dad, after losing my grandma. I've taken each of those moments and I've turned it into something that not only helps me, but helps other people. And that's what I'm going to do here in the midst of crying. I've talked about this so many times, even to myself driving in my car, like this doesn't make sense. Like, how did this happen? Like, I can't believe Shanira passed away. There's no way this is possible. It can't be. And so I, I lean into the aspect of life is still happening, although someone else's life has stopped. And that is one of the greatest challenges I've ever faced is to be able to show up in my life, to my job, in my conversations, whatever commitments I have with a smile on my face and still executing while simultaneously the pain, the agony, the devastation and all of that anger is in there just playing on a reel. She's not dead. It couldn't have happened. How did that happen? Did she catch on fire? What was this happening? What's her daughter going to do? That's not fair. Oh, my goodness. I don't want to question God. Hi, how are you? I'm here with FedEx. Hi, I'm here. Oh, it's the Grief Bully podcast. Like that's as crazy as that sounds is as crazy as it feels. 
And I know by the response of my most recent Instagram reel about this topic that I am not the only person out there. And if you're listening to this, man, I want to give you so much love for the fact that you continue to show up every day while that record of pain and agony and devastation is continuing to play in your head while you have to show up. My goodness, how exhausting is that? It's very exhausting. And I got to tell you, I don't have a remedy. I have struggled and I said I want to continue to try to turn the volume down on that tape while being present. And that's hard. I don't have I don't have a hack for that. All I can say is I just keep showing up and then I take that person's life. And I get I get this deep with it. I have to. And I'm like, listen, listen, if Shanira was sitting right across from me right now and I said, listen, friend. I appreciate all your love and support over the years, the last 14 years that I've known you. But I'm going to go ahead and hang it up because you passed away and I'm so hurt that I just can't do it anymore. What was she? What do I think she would say to me? She would not say, sure, JJ, that's cool. Just give up. I understand. No, it's no doubt in my mind that she would be like, no, keep going. Keep helping people. Keep reaching out to people. Thank you for for helping me. And I I want you to do that for other people. And so I I look at scenarios like that. I set the table. I draw the picture up. And then I use that to fuel me and keep me going. Because if I just relied on my own strength and my own purpose, it wouldn't be enough, guys. It wouldn't be enough. After losing my grandma and my dad and my friend, like to just say I'm going to keep going because I feel like I deserve it. (laughs) I don't think I'm that great. And I don't think my purpose, I don't, I don't take it that way. But there are so many people out there that can maybe benefit. And that person's life. I always say that the reason why they died used to be the reason why I felt like I can't. But I'm going to go every day. Every day. To every chance I get to make them proud. Because that is the most genuine conversation that I can have with them. I cannot speak to them in the physical anymore. But let my life be an example of how appreciative I am of the love to have known you. It's how I feel. My grandmother, I always told her, like, I just want to work so hard to take care of you, Grandma. I want to I want to do this. I want to accomplish that. I want to do this. And so I have to keep going. She made so many sacrifices for me. So give up now. I can't. I can't do it. And sure, we have to give ourselves that space to to mourn because mourning is the outward expression and we have to navigate our grief and continue to combat the sorrow. But at the same time, I'm a fighter, damn it, and I'm not going to give up. I can't do it. I can't do it. And And I want you to take this and apply it as you see fit. For some people, you might be able to to bite this off and apply it in some part of your life. And some of you might be like, Jay Nicole, you're bugging. I'm hurt. I'm angry. I don't care about life. I don't have this purpose. I don't feel that desire. And trust me, these are moments that I feel. I feel that too. Something happened with work and I'm like, I don't actually really care. Somebody called me to tell me some gossip, some stuff. And I'm like, I actually don't care. I couldn't care less. So things do change and that desire does go down. But I'm saying that I use these 
belief system, this belief system to keep pushing me back up. So it's like, oh, I go down. I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm back up. I'm happy. I'm finding the joy even through the pain. Like that's what I'm trying to say. So like if you're watching it, you'll see that I'm kind of dancing. But it's like this two step. It's a two step. Right. It's like I am the grief bully. I'm going to bully this grief. But at the same time, the reason why I'm bullying the grief is because it's swinging at me. I'm not in a fight by myself. I'm fighting something, one of life's most difficult challenges every single day. But the way that I can keep going is by applying this mindset, this thought process. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm brokenhearted. I truthfully am, but I don't even actually know what brokenhearted and hurt looks like. And so if some people aren't, we're not wearing scarlet letters that say, I'm grieving. I just lost my friend. Please be kind to me. I am really hurt. Please don't cut me off in a row. Don't curse me out. No one cares that much about another human being. And I don't say no one, but majority don't, right? We're all just kind of moving through life on our own. But I can give myself that grace because I know what's going on. So it's like, hey, you don't feel your best this moment? Cool. Give yourself today. Self-care. My wife was telling me self-care doesn't mean you got to go to a spa or or get your nails done or do whatever. It could just be not taking on a new project, saying no to something, getting in bed earlier. I wanted to teach myself. I am in the middle of teaching myself a new skill. And I told my man, I said, listen, I'm not going to come pick that episode up. I'm not going to work on this. That was hard for me to say because I was committed to that. That's something that I wanted to do. I had that plan before my heart broke. And typically I wouldn't honor that. I wouldn't be like, no, I got to stay committed. But I said, no, I am I know my head's not in it right now. And then the next day I'm bouncing back. I'm feeling better. So long story long, I'm heartbroken, guys. And I'm, I'm navigating through it. And I appreciate the outpouring of love and support that you all showed me on my on my social media and my phone and give me a call and shoot me text and, and all of that stuff like that because it is tough. It is tough but I know I'm going to be okay and I'm going to support her family and friends the best way that I can. Absolutely. And, and we're going to keep navigating grief. We're going to keep taking care of our, our mental health and wellness. And if you're dealing with a fresh wound or even an old wound that still feels fresh, right? Cause I don't think we ever really truly get over grief. You're going to always have my love and my support and my prayers. Cause I understand if you ever feel like no one gets it, there's someone to some extent that might, but I want you to know that you can reach out to me. I don't know everything. I haven't been through every scenario, but I know that I am determined to continue to heal and to live my life the best way I can. I did not have a choice if my loved ones, if Shanira lived or died, but I do have a choice how I live before I die. And I want to continue to lean in and find as much joy as possible. But in those moments that aren't joyous for both of us, I pray our strength and we can continue to keep pushing forward. If you're watching this on YouTube, drop me a comment. Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear the feedback. If you're listening to the audio or review or just hit me up and let me know your thoughts and, and what's going on. And my, my in love and memory segment, I haven't talked about it in a while. But I definitely, most certainly, without a doubt, am going to dedicate this episode and is going to be in love and memory of course of Shanira McPherson my dog my homie and and it's going to be different it's going to be different and it's it's a difficult thing to continue to process but we love you I w- it's like when somebody dies I want so badly to be able to tell them about how much people love them 
because when you when when you see the Facebook page and you see all the comments and it's like Shanira, you are loved, you are loved, friend, and you will be forever in our hearts and absolutely cherished. So our in love and memory segment this week is going to go out to Shanira McPherson. Guys, keep praying for me. Follow me over Instagram if you're not already. Send me some love at I underscore AM underscore Dana Cole. Guys, so next time you already know, love and light. Peace. Mm-hmm.